Hello everyone, and welcome to another Refuel and Recharge Wednesday. It is such a great day in the Lord, and I am just so grateful to be able to deliver a new message, a brand new message to you on today. I hope that it is one that will bless you, that will encourage you, that will inspire you, that you will go out and that you will share with others. On today, I just want to briefly go over some things that 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 matter to us and that matter to the people in the world, because uh we are upon, actually not upon, we are in the most horrific time of our generation, but it seems to happen in every generation. And it is, it's nothing more than a cycle of hate, you know, hate giving birth to more hate. So every generation is going to go through this process, regardless whether we want to or not. We're going to go through this continued cycle of hate. And one of the reasons why we're, we, we'll go through this continued cycle of hate is because in the book of Second Timothy, the fourth chapter and the third verse, the Bible tells us, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine or sound teaching, but having itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. You know, it is, it is no secret that, that this passage of scripture is looked upon or can be used upon the fall of man be simply because of what it says. People will not endure sound teaching, having itching ears will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth, wandering off into myths. God is the truth. And God, uh, in his in his words to the world, is the truth also, meaning God cannot lie. If God could lie, he would cease to be God. None of this would exist. Because without God, there is no this, there is no us. There is no opportunities to to know what it what in eternity to be with him would be like. But we are in these days where people will not endure this. They will not endure the sound teaching. They will have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions, their own hate-filled passions, their own sin-filled lust passions, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths because they, they desire, they desire, they want to hate, they desire to hate, they want to have a reason to hate. And so they will, they will, they will accumulate for themselves. The Bible says, but see, this is why I love history so much. History is nothing more than his story being played out in the world we live in, living up to the unfulfilled prophecy that we or our generations after us have yet to fulfill. You know, it's like, it's like Peter, 
the night he told Christ that he would go with Christ even unto the point of death and Christ telling Peter that you would deny me three times before the cock crowed. What Jesus was saying, even before he, he had a chance to endure it, is that your sin has not yet been covered by my blood, but I'm covering you in my rebuke to you that you should not sin after that. I know there's a lot to be said, but basically what I'm saying is we are catching up to our sin. And that's a lot to keep to uh, to wrap your head around. Imagine catching up to sin you have not yet committed, but yet you will have already been forgiven if you accept Christ as your Lord and your Savior. You know, it's like it's like Martin Luther King when he spoke of the uh, the mountaintop. Uh, it, you know, he, 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 he had, he had seen something that he had yet to go into kind of like Moses, Moses saw the promised land, but he didn't go over into it. You know, Martin, he was shown the promised land from the mountaintop and then he went over into it. Yeah. It, it's funny that I bring Martin up because, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., he was a very, very powerful, humble man. And and he's a part of history. He is a part of the telling of God's story in this world. You know, on 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 April 3rd, 1968, in his last speech on Earth, Martin Luther King Jr. spoke about the mountaintop. He spoke of a mountaintop like not like any other mountaintop, but I believe the Lord had shown Dr. King a glimpse of heaven that he shared in his speech when he said, I've been to the mountaintop. Dr. King said, and these are, these are his words. These are his words. Well, I don't know about you or I, well, he says, well, I don't know what, what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead, but it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop and I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain and I've looked over and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to I, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. On the next day, April 4, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was struck down by an assassin's bullet. Dr. King before his departure, left on record to the world that his choice was to serve God and his reward was the promised land he saw. Now, make no mistake. This is not the earthly promised land that I just spoke of that Moses was unable to venture into. A promised land uh, that that he gave to um, uh, he gave to Joshua. This is not that promised land. This is the promised land of heaven. 
Moses was taken on to the promised land of heaven, just like Dr. King was taken on to the promised land of heaven. Because of Christ, all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved, meaning your destination is heaven. Now, there are those that I just spoke about having itching ears will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. They will say, I do not believe, nor will I follow the Lord for you. Your, that individual, their destination is hell. Jesus said in John 19 and 30, it is finished. Now that statement, Jesus clearly stated, it is finished. You should be glad like I'm glad he didn't say it is done because then it would be done. But it won't be done until his return, as he spoke in John 14, three and one. Jesus said to his disciples, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe in me also. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself that where I am, you may be also for you, you, the believer, you who I'm talking to today that endures this sin filled, sin infested world. Your destination is heaven. Now, I'm not saying that we have to be perfect to go to heaven. No, because we are all sinners. The Bible tells us that in Romans 3, 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So I'm not trying to get around that. I'm taking that face on. We are all sinners. We are all under the same punishment and penalty for our sin. But thanks be to God that he gave his son, Jesus, the Christ, so that he would shed his blood on the cross for the remission of sin and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Before I close today, because I'm running a little bit over time, but that's all right. That's all right. This is refuel and recharge because I'm refueling you and I'm recharging you to get through the rest of the week so that you can meet me here on Sunday. In his last hours of life, before his spirit departed his body and left this world, Dr. Billy Graham said these words, turn back to God. Hey guys, that's all I have for today. I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast ministry. As a podcast pastor, as a virtual minister, I find it very satisfying and gratifying to be able to develop these messages throughout the course of the week, uh, commune with the Lord in prayer, and be able to share these messages with you on this podcast. The things that I've spoke of, the changes that are being made, they are still in process. They haven't uh, um, uh, been finalized yet, but they are still in the works. And that is to take the traveling pulpit nationwide. But I need your help 
I need your help, not your money. I want to put that out there right then and there. I need your help, not your money. I'm, I have my own job. I make my own money. I supply my own way. What I need help with is word of mouth. What I need help with is sharing this message. What I need help with is, is reaching out to your brother and your sister whom you may not have any relation to, whom you may not have any reason to talk to them other than sharing this message. And that's what I need you to do. I need you to share this message. Not only do I need you to hear this message, I need you to lock this message in your heart. I need you to share this message with your family, your friends, strangers on the street, people that live above you, people that live below you, people that you don't even talk to. I need you to share this message with them. And and if if by chance you should want to email me, email me at the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. And let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. You can find me on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. But I am Vernon Sheridan. I am I am the pastor of this podcast called The Traveling Pulpit. It has been a pleasure. I look forward to doing this with you on Sunday for a whole new message. Uh, I'm not sure what that message is yet. I haven't gotten into the study, but I will um, I will I will be ready. And the Lord will, he will, he will have me ready. So just be ready for a new message on Sunday. Hey guys, I love you. I got to get out of here. Um, um, I, I just love you. I love you. I love you so much. And I want you to know, I love you so much. I want you to know this before I say my, my, my final goodbye. And I've said it before, but I want you to know this. My heart is open to do God's work. My wallet is not to fulfill my needs. I want you to know that that is the type of pastor that I am. That is the type of pastor that God has prepared for this world. He has prepared for you. He has prepared me to have my heart open to teach the word of God and not my wallet open to receive substantial gain. That's not me. It's just to teach the word of God. That is my final word for today. Uh, uh, just tell somebody about the Lord. God bless. Bye now.